Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. Hey folks, on today's video, we're going to be talking a little bit about the secrets that Donald Trump used to lower his income to therefore pay less taxes. You're also going to hear some other ideas that you know we're kind of working on behind the scenes and you may hear who I voted for in this video. So in this video, we're going to be talking about how the rich lower their taxes and we're going to be using Mr. Donald Trump, ex-president. And if you stay to the end of the video, I'll tell you who I voted for. Uh, but here we go. How do we lower taxes? How do the wealthy do this? So one of the biggest ways that Donald Trump, if you know, if you kind of Google his name in Mar-a-Lago, which is his uh, kind of chateau, his big kind of golf course type property, what he is doing there is he is using something called land conservation easements. And what this is, is it's essentially a donation, kind of like you take like a bag of clothes to the Salvation Army, you get a receipt for 20 bucks, 50, 100 bucks, and now you can deduct that off of your taxes as a charitable donation. A lot of people do this, but what the wealthy do and folks like Trump will do is they'll do what's called a land, they'll put a conservation easement on a piece of land, essentially giving away the, the rights to build on that land for environmental reasons and what they can do is they can write off the amount of that, what that land is uh, valued at. Now here's the tricky part, or maybe you think that this is a little bit of a loophole here, but you know, instead of like, maybe they use a million dollars to buy a piece of land, and, but what they're doing is, is they're going to get it reappraised for maybe potentially three times, five times, 10 times that. So let's just use an example of uh, five times, right? And how did they get this evaluation to get this higher evaluation of you taking your bag of clothes over to the Salvation and magically turning into five, 10 times the amount of donation that you've done? Well, what they're doing is they're either getting an appraisal on the land for that higher amount of value, but also getting the appraisal on potentially higher usage of the, the land. Now, you know, you, a lot of these, these lands are undeveloped, which is why it's going to be a land conservation easement. So the ducks and the fish can swim in the undeveloped land. And, you know, this is a thing that the government generally wants. These are some of the tax incentives put into the code. Now, what will happen is somebody will put together some kind of uh, engineering drawings to kind of showcase that, yeah, this land can be utilized for a higher, better use. Let's just call it a... A hotel or a build any kind of residential building or maybe you put some solar panels on it I don't know it doesn't really matter right all it matters is did you get a, an appraisal for that higher amount so this is where at the end of the day you know people can they, they, they buy a piece of land for a million dollars I'm just using these round numbers but they can get it reappraised for let's just say five million dollars Great, right? Like now you have this charitable nation for this higher amount that you put in, but what are you really is going on on the taxes? Well, what a lot of high net worth and very wealthy people do, and remember I'm saying, I'm using the right words here. I'm not saying the high income regular Joe guy who makes um, 
a lot of money and maybe already net worth million one or two million dollars we're talking about the wealthy people here who know how to play these different tax games you know, so what they're doing is is you know we get tax not really how much you make is what we think that you're being taxed in, and that's kind of what's portrayed out there in the news but it's really you're getting taxed on your adjusted gross income or what you make after all your deductions. So let's just say you make a million dollars. If you can somehow drive that million dollars down to say zero dollars, that's how you pay no tax. And surely you, you, know, you made a bunch of income, but if you're able, again, able to drive that down, that is kind of the, what's going on behind the scenes. One of the great ways that I've kind of learned how to do this is through real estate. Now, I don't really particularly like real estate, but it's one of the very few things out there that can give you these losses from just the investment. Crypto doesn't do this, stocks, bonds, mutual funds don't do this type of stuff. This is why there's a lot of people out there who trade a lot of crypto and they have these huge gains, but their time is gonna come when they have to cash that in and the government's gonna essentially take half of that. Whereas real estate, you know, the real estate, you can take the losses on the building improvement, often offsetting your entire gain if you're doing it the right way. But what we're talking about here, going back to Trump and the wealthy folks, they're not necessarily using real estate. I mean, they definitely have that and they're definitely playing that alternate strategy too. But we're just talking about the folks that make already make a high income. Say you made a whole bunch of money in your e-commerce business, or you're a young dentist or doctor, and you make $600,000. Well, maybe you could invest in one of these types of land conservation easement deals to bring your adjusted gross income down to maybe cut it to half. And you save, you know, instead of paying taxes on 600 grand, you're paying it on $300,000. So you're, what you're doing is you're lowering your taxes from 600 to 300, a delta of 300, and at approximately 50 cents on every dollar there from the 300,000, you're saving $150,000 in taxes. Pretty smart move, all for that incremental investment or donation of about $100,000 or less. Um, it's a good trade-off. Essentially, from one perspective, what you're doing is you're donating money to buy yourself down into a lower tax bracket. Or if you some of you numbers people out there, you're spending a dollar to make two and two and a half dollars at the end of the day for that uh, $5 to one ratio. And these ratios is the thing that gets tricky and is currently under a lot of scrutiny. I'm sure you guys can should do, like we say in this channel, do your own due diligence, think for yourself. Um, these are just some of the strategies where you have to find the right people to work with and the right professionals to kind of help you to do this. But the reason why we do these videos is just to kind of unlock the, the world of possibilities out there. Now, I'm not a tax person. I just see a lot of my peers kind of doing these types of stuff and I want to share it with along with you guys to expand your horizons. Now, just don't start doing this by yourself, right, is what I'm saying. But, you know, kind of, I wanted to get the wheels moving with for a lot of you guys to think this way. So let's talk about a little bit, is this for you, right? Because some people who are listening to this channel are definitely not accredited investors or you're still in the broke stages of life where I was getting started buying little rental properties. But these strategies definitely come into play when you start to make more than two, three, four hundred thousand dollars per year. Maybe that's not you yet. And this is just food for thought. But if that is you, you're getting killed with taxes and the tax system is made to hurt folks like yourself in the 1% making that high, high income. 
Notice that I, I use my words very carefully there because the 0.001% or so are doing these types of strategies and quietly making their way around these types of public policies to extract revenue from the upper ends of the income spectrum. You know, folks like Donald Trump, you know, you got some people love him, some people hate him. One thing that kind of annoys me, he brings a lot of these strategies to life. And, you know, I, I think it was like at one time they were kind of digging into these taxes and he kind of comes across as a little cavalier and says, yeah, it, all the smart people are doing it this. Um, in my opinion, I think he should just shut his mouth because it kind of brings these things to light, right? If you're a wealthy person, you're doing these strategies, you don't want the biggest target to kind of attract all this attention. So that's my one type of um, personal uh, um, input there. But you know, if you wanna know who I vote for, look, I don't really care. And call it a little teaser in the beginning for you guys, but I don't frankly care. All I care about is the color of money. I don't care if it's blue or red, right? But what I wanna do is pay attention to where the puck is going in terms of Congress, where tax laws are going, and what the wealthy people are doing so I can emulate it myself. So I think a lot of people out there, and this is kind of getting into the mindset, spend too much damn time focusing on what is out there in the news, where it has very little input on what you should be doing. We all have very limited time resources. You guys are probably trading your time for money at a job already. And the time that you guys can focus on really what is important, which is your business of you making money or saving money and investing it, needs to be held very sparingly and used very wisely. And every moment that you are looking up news headlines or looking up trolling through comments on some kind of political spectrum, is time wasted from you training your time for money to go and invest or figure out where to invest or to learn different strategies like this. So going back to who is this for again, it may or may not be for high net worth people. You don't need to be accredited to do it, although you may need to be accredited to participate in some of these private placement offerings. But where it really makes sense to do this type of stuff is when your income is high. For a lot of people, they go on the internet, a lot of YouTube videos and ways to save taxes. But if you're not making more than $340,000 in the year 2022 today, or you know, as a married joint couple, or I think like $130,000, $140,000 is the, one of the top tier brackets as a married file single. If you're not in one of those higher tax brackets, then it really doesn't matter because you don't pay that much taxes anyway. And this is, we're talking about the ordinary income side. What we wanna get everybody towards is away from the ordinary income side, where you don't have too many options other than these land conservation easements or some other more obscure, semi-risky options that the IRS kind of frowns upon. And we wanna get you from ordinary income to passive income. Why is that? Well, with the passive income, we have a lot more options. And the, one of the biggest options that is extremely safe way to play your taxes is to use the passive losses from your real estate offerings and to use that to lower your income. So when I was working as my engineering job, first starting out, all my money was ordinary income. Or if you imagine the needle going from this way, where it's all ordinary income, and the percentage-wise slowly moved over to passive. Today, I don't really make ordinary income. That's the bad side. Boo, you don't want ordinary income because it's very hard to lower ordinary income. 
but you want more passive income because passive income is very easy to offset, again, with passive losses from real estate. And once you're able to make more passive income, then it's very easy to drop that down and negate that passive income. And that's how you pay no taxes or very little taxes at that point. So I think a lot of people, they, they get the allure of making a high salary, but you know, a lot of the wealthy people, myself included, is you dummy. You don't wanna make a high ordinary income. That's exactly what the government and society wants you to do because they can tax the living hell of that stuff. Whereas the passive income is where you want to be getting. You know, it, I run a mastermind of high net worth investors and one of the strategies there is to kind of, if you have an, an ordinary income source, you have a business, well, if you can somehow turn it into a passive income source where you're sort of the passive income backer of that, and now you're changing the color of money from ordinary color to passive color. And was, now you guys have heard it a few times from me in this video. Why? Because we, we can use the passive losses from the real estate to offset and drive that to zero. Pretty simple and a little bit easier said than done because one of the big things to make this all work is you need the passive losses from real estate and you have to get into real estate to do that. But we'll talk about that in other videos, how you can get started and how I started from nothing, um, buying real estate and kind of stepping up to bigger deals. But you know, that was, you know, in a nutshell, that's the way the wealthy play things, right? And here we are, you know, the news is always talking about how Biden is gonna go after the $400,000 plus folks, hit them with taxes. The wealthy, the smart wealthy don't care. The smart wealthy will know, well, I'm just gonna lower myself under that threshold or whatever threshold that is using these different strategies and I'll just quietly um, lurk on the sidelines and just pay less taxes. But you got Donald Trump out there kind of raising his hands and you know, that's my big qualm with the guys. Like, you know, just like, you've got a good thing going, just shut up and just let, let things kind of play out and let the media and everybody else go after somebody else, right? So if you guys are interested in this topic material more, go to simplepassivecashflow.com slash tax. You guys can read up all about this type of stuff. There's some other good resources on there too that I've used to kind of learn this stuff. But ultimately you get this from your peer group of high net worth accredited investors kind of doing these types of things, staying one and a half steps in front of what the loopholes are being closed the last year with the last Congress revisions of the IRS tax code. I'm not a tax attorney, I'm not a CPA, but I, what I do is I kind of follow what the smart people are doing in this field and what the more aggressive professionals are doing. Do your own due diligence, of course, because if you're just listening to some guy on YouTube, really guys, you guys don't want to be doing this. Find your own professionals, but you be the guiding of the ship to kind of you know implement these types of procedures. In my opinion, from our groups, mostly like 95% of people's with their CPAs are gonna fire them because it's just no good. Um, I mean, think about it. Why would you listen to somebody who has a job, a job, who hasn't figured it out for themselves? And most times, if people who have been in business for quite a while, they don't wanna do it this way, this seeming a little bit more aggressive, riskier way. They're set in their ways. They're not gonna try and be open-minded and actually kind of be on the on the edge of this type of stuff. So that's the important thing is work with the right people, but then again, educate yourself and empower yourself to do this stuff the right way. If you wanna know who I voted for, I mean, I didn't vote. I spent the time to go make more content for you guys and find more deals. I thought that was a better use of my time that one afternoon. There you go. You might call me unpatriotic, 
whatever, <laughs> you know. And that's all folks. This is your rich uncle out. If you guys like more of these videos, put a comment in below and we'll, we'll try to address it. We're gonna be trying to go through some of the comments and answering some of them in line there. If, if some of theirs conversations get going good, we'll make a new video for you guys in the future. But ask the questions here. I mean, this is free advice, I guess. Um, this is the closest you're gonna get to what the other people are doing, unless you kind of get from beneath your computers and get out there and meet other people doing this type of stuff. All right, see ya, bye. Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.